All right, episode number 10. Number Woo! 10. Jesus, now that's amazing. Can't, I can't even, honestly, I can't believe we've even hit 10. Yeah, I, can't. I can't even believe my career has gotten this far. <laughs> We're going places now. We're in the double digits. Now we got to look forward to the triple digits. No. <laughs> yeah, just give us another 90 episodes and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get we can totally, we can totally start working on our speech now. When we first started this podcast, <laughs> back in my day, right? You just have one of those moments to start it off, right? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, well, that's something to look forward to. So, yeah. So, uh, how you doing, Sailing? What's going on? You know, I'm doing fantastic. One of my favorite podcasters, Joe Rogan, has remained yeah. one of my favorite podcasters for reasons that I will. Uh, not elaborate on currently. He, he's a legend. He, he's just uh, he's good at he's good at just you know empathizing with people. He's good at know? empathizing with people, trying to understand them, and then calling them out on their bullshit, mm-hmm. but bullshit. And that's yeah. what I really like about him. Yeah. Uh, well, but enough of his podcast. This is our podcast. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan's welcome to come on here if he wants to anytime. Oh my god! You know please, please that do. would that would that would make his career. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he clearly he clearly has a lot to gain from doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, you know what? Uh today, um my day was going pretty good up until uh I would say, you know, middle of the day. I looked on social media and lo and behold I saw a Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer. I don't know if, if you've seen this thing. I have. I have. You have? Now my first opinion is the first thing I was just like Dear God, what is this thing? <laughs> and uh, but you know, after watching the whole trailer, and I watched the whole trailer, um, the, the only takeaway I could get from it was um, honestly, I'm just happy to see Jim Carrey in a movie again. To be honest, he looked pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I so. mean, Jim Carrey's never a letdown, except in the number twenty-three. But you know what? We don't talk about that movie. It never happened. <laughs> Forget the last five minutes happened. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole podcast. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the Sonic himself, eh, eh, I'm not not too strong on it. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he had the personality. It's just he looks like a demon spawn. <laughs> he kind of does. Like it's pretty bad. I like I, I that saw, artist needs to be put out to pasture. I saw a picture on a uh, on Twitter today. It said. Um, the Sonic the Hedgehog from the movie trailer looks like um, the monkey kid from Jum- the original Jumanji. <laughs> and they did a side-by-side, right. and I lost it. <laughs> That's pretty freaking. That's funny. But, Not uh, accurate, but pretty funny. I'll, I'll Sonic, get... I don't know if you know who he is, but Sonic's being played by Ben Schwartz. Um, he, he's, not, he's, not, he's not huge, but he's, he's gotten some stuff done. He, what else was he in? Parks and Recreationist John okay. Ralphio was a okay. big, was, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, probably some other minor movies and stuff here and there. They should have um, got a, you know, they should have just got the same, the dude that plays Van Wilder. Should just got him too. Yeah, they should have just. I know do, Pikachu, but you know what? Just, just l- let's keep going on the path of having The Rock and Kevin Hart in movies together, and just have Kevin Hart play Sonic and have The Rock be the, the main guy. I'm pretty sure that would be way too amazing for him to handle. Like Avengers, Avengers Endgame, yeah, whatever. Get out of the way, boys. Uh, yeah, no. Kevin Hart God, and Sonic no. that Kevin Hart would be an awesome Sonic the Hedgehog, although personality-wise, he'd be completely different. I mean, we are we already have Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, you know. So. Dude, there's only one way to go here, all right, and that is straight up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, made that decision. Speaking of Endgame, I wanted to bring up uh, Fortnite's Endgame mode that you and me know too well now. I can do it. Don't lie. You you resisted. You heavily resisted. Well, anything Fortnite, I'm always skeptical about, just because Fortnite's Fortnite. I mean, it's you're kind of culture. That's cool. You're one of the cool kids. (laughs) We all know you're one of the cool kids, Sean. Yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm just too I'm too cool for Fortnite. You know, that's the uh, thing. You know, I get it. I get it. Some people they just there's a certain level of peak coolness that they hit, and then they're like, I don't know if I got it in me anymore, and I respect it. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a, it's uh for anyone that doesn't know, it's in Fortnite there for the limited time only. 
Uh, actually, no, what is it, for a few weeks now? Is it? Uh, about, I think it's like two weeks, week, week and a half, two weeks. So for two, for two weeks, it is a game mode where one side gets to play as the Avengers, the other one gets to play as Thanos and his army. The Shatari. Uh, the Shatari. And it's pretty cool. It's it's honestly pretty a pretty awesome idea. Yet again, I mean, for the previous one they did, you got to just play as Thanos. That was it. But yeah, I, this... loved, I thought that was great too. Yeah, they, 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 you know, I, I will say this: even though that recent uh, article about Epic Games and their work environment came out, which seems mm-hmm. to be a consistent pattern with this game companies in general, like, oh my God, crunch, crunch, crunch. Like, yeah, we. Th- this is nothing new now at this point. It's more of a game to admit, yeah. but. Like, who, who's but, legitimately surprised? No, yeah. I mean, but this this game mode has been a, a ton of fun. Um, you get to play as Captain America, Green Arrow. I almost said... Let's almost, elaborate here. You get the yeah. weapons of them. Yeah, you get the, get the weapons of them. So you can... Everyone on, on the Avenger side can get each weapon if they want. Um, was, so there's uh, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Thor and his his hammer axe thing, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that would be uh, crap. Yeah, I don't know the name of it either. I just forgot the name. Of it. <laughs> I was just Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. And is there one 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 more missing? Am I missing one more? So you got Stormbreaker, uh, Gauntlets, yeah, Hawkeye's bow, which is a play off the bow they just released. Yeah. Um, but way cooler because it's Hawkeye's. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's about it. Captain America Shield. Yeah, yeah there's like four. Yeah, yeah. Breaker. Yeah, 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 four or five. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you could you could still use regular weapons if you want, but you're kind of a loser if you do. And there's no weapons. There's no ammo pickups. So you're yeah. So why, why even bother? Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And if you know, if uh, Thanos gets all the stones, then uh, the Avengers team can't spawn in anymore. So it's makes it kind of like a time crunch as the Avengers. You so, gotta hold them back. Yeah, so basically, uh, the Shatari, you either play as the Shatari and Thanos, and there's only one Thanos, unfortunately, kids. Um, yeah. And you have 99 lives. Uh, if he captures the five stones before those 99 lives are depleted, then you're kind of screwed, boys. But yep. um, <laughs> if he you know, if, if he doesn't capture the stones and you guys deplete the 99 lives, then you win. And, you know, Thanos is actually fairly balanced. I'll yeah, that. actually. Yeah, he's he he not. Good job. He's just right. So, you know, they, Epic did a great job with that game on. And uh, I'd love to see what else they do in the future with, you know, this kind of, like, inclusion with movies and, you know, other... I don't know. It could, it could happen for anything. They could do it for anything. So They I, could. I, I just don't... I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I Never know. did a collaboration with the NFL before, but that wasn't much in the sense yeah. of a game type, right? It's still cool, though. You know, it was so cool to have the wear-your-own-teams jerseys and whatnot. That was cool. Yeah, absolutely. I still wear my Buccaneers jersey when I play. Either that or my Black Knight outfit. Those are pretty much the yeah, that I wear. So, because uh, so... I spent all this money on microtransactions, and then I'm actually looking at it going, <laughs> you know what? I'm wearing my Black Knight armor and my Bucks jersey. Go figure. So that game mode is still going on now. If you want to if you hop on there right now, you can still go out and play it. It's got about four days left, I want to say. Four days, okay, not too bad. Yeah. All right, but uh, so that that was new with, with Fortnite. Uh, we you know we talked about the hideous hot Sonic Hedgehog in Fortnite. Now, yeah. uh, now I, I kind of want to go back and revisit something that we talked about prior. Uh, I want to bring back Mortal Kombat back up again. You know? Yeah, right. is this going to be thrown in my face? No, 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 not throwing it in anyone's face. No, I definitely deserve it. Oh no! The th- the thing is with Mortal Kombat is, is that when it first came out, and rightfully so, the ladders were criticized heavily as being extremely difficult, and they are they they are extremely difficult because of a lot of it is because of some of the enemies in the higher up in the ladder, they have more health, they do more damage, and then on top of that, you have modifiers that, you know, one of the modifiers is is that your the screen will periodically just go go dark completely dark and you can't see, so it's like. Dealing with that on top of the tough enemy, it makes some of those fights, like you know, you said previously in our other episodes, pretty near impossible. Yeah. So you could pay to get past that, and so you know they that is an option that was in there. I'm right, but I'm wrong. It's a mix of both, to be honest. I mean, you can pay to you know help get your past those strong fights, but then again, these I mean, fights a are a black screen is pretty damn impossible to beat. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's not like completely black all the time, but it's like it's like every few seconds it happens. So it's kind of impossible. Yeah. Uh, so what so, they did so what is saying is I actually was right. What, you know, you're right. I'm right. We're all right. Let's just go with that. I don't know about that. You, no one, you, no one's you wrong. You argued pretty vehemently towards me about it, saying like, "Oh, you don't even know," and they would never do that. I'm holding you accountable. I'm holding you accountable. You said it right. on the podcast, sure. Right? And I told you, I'm like, I don't trust them. And even, even uh, our buddy Rajin got mad at me last night for it. No, and like, you He's know, like, like another realm would never do that. Like, and another <laughs> like, realm has respond, and they've responded to it previously. Like one of the claims was that that um, they have a crypt mode. And in this crypt mode, it's this very huge map that you can explore yourself as just a, it's like a random character. And you open these chests to unlock cosmetics and uh, like concept art and stuff like that, that they, they give to you. And the currency to open those chests, you earn in game. It's a very easy currency to earn. It's like you can earn it a ton just by playing it a day's worth. So it's not like it's hard to get the stuff. But you can buy some extra currency to open more chests. So if you wanted to, yeah, you could go through the whole crypt and buy your way through it. But one of the claims was that it was around $6,000 to get through the whole crypt. And, but, uh, I mean, I told you about Eurotrain Simulator costing about 14000 right? But I want to say Ed Boone, who was the co-creator of Mortal Kombat, he came back and said that that claim is complete BS. That every single item that's in there, you can actually earn in game, and that they made it for to to be that. You know, they want they want people to earn it in game. There, it is not six thousand dollars. So what he's saying. They don't want you to spend money on every single microtransaction. Yeah, I think what the guy that doesn't discount the guy's point of every single transaction costing potentially up to six thousand dollars if you include it all. Well, uh, this I'll read you exactly what he said. He said, he said, the $6,440 story is complete bullshit. He said, I don't know where people get their information. The vast, vast majority of these skins are not for sale. That's not how NetherRealm makes games. You have to earn them in-game. So Refreshing. So what he's saying is that in the crypt, it, the chest that you open, it, everything's random. You open a chest and what you get is random in it. So uh, what you get is different from what someone else's get. And they do have a store page on the main menu where you can buy uh, skins for your characters. They are available for you. And there's like, they rotate daily. There's about like three a day that you can buy if you want to. Um, but sure. you can earn it in game too if you want to through the crypt too, randomly. So it's yeah. kind of like a, a, a saying like, hey, if you want to, it's available today. If you want to pick it up, sure, go ahead, do it. Or just play the game, go through the crypt, deal with that stuff and you'll you'll eventually get it if you i mean maybe not right away but you might get it you know so yeah but like you got to do the hour grind math on it too like uh and the reason i say that is like if like for example with star wars uh battlefront 2 right it took you 40 hours just uh potentially unlock one mm-hmm. major character to continue the storyline type thing yeah like, how insurmountable is the grind is the question here it's not so much oh you you can earn it like yeah yeah that's great I mean technically you could have earned Battlefront too yeah but, but I think the difference is there in in Battlefront two the difference was like that was a a playable character this is just a cosmetic item that you can grind for it sure and you might get it randomly in the chest in the crypt or you can just pay a few bucks and and get it now so you know it it's a little bit different I would say. And, you know, and this is really just kind of like, I'm not really, this isn't as big of a deal to me as Battlefront was, because it's just cosmetics and you could get it in a chest. So, you know, compared to the Battlefront where that was like, literally, that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah, I get so. it. Now, and I think the problem that NetherRealm is going to have, anytime you include skins, microtransactions, anything like that, the yeah. hardest part is weighing, earning it versus buying it. And if yeah. you and like the thing is, is time is money. That's that's how right. you've got to respect people, in the sense that you know there's a certain value to me getting paying for that sooner. Right. But in reality, let's say a skin costs. Let's say a guy makes 
15, 16, what, 20 an hour max, right? Yep. Takes them five minutes to recolor a skin. I'm not paying 20 bucks for that fucking skin. Oh, yeah, no. If it's 20 bucks, it's not worth it. You know, but we're only talking about a couple bucks here. Um, I, I think the big deal, too, is just that you, you look at it and you're like, well, when, where's where's the cutoff? When do you say that this is a certain amount of good enough grind time to get X item, you know, like when, what's the cutoff, you know, because back in the day we didn't, we, we didn't have microtransactions on the extremely old like consoles, like, I don't know, like N64 and whatnot. You, you grinded through stuff to, to unlock stuff. Yeah. So, but now we're getting to the point where the companies are saying, or the developers are saying, Hey, we'll, well take this extra revenue stream. And the problem that I told you is like, some companies make the game harder, right? Oh, yeah. But I guess the, the point I'm thinking about is where where do you – where's that line? Well, what is too hard, you know? Like what is too hard to get that – or what is too much time to put into the game to unlock that feature or to unlock whatever it is? You know, that – The line the line simply put was what it was before. And then when they started adding money into it, they made it damn near impossible. Like I'm not saying that – here's the thing, man, and this is what it comes down to games. There are certain things where you get an achievement, and that achievement honestly feels like you earned it, right? Right, yeah. You had to put in the hours, there's a certain skin you get. Somebody shouldn't be able to buy that, right? And even, you know, NetherRealm acknowledged that, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, NetherRealm's like, hey, a lot of these are, you can't buy. Yeah. But, you know, like well, the thing that makes me kind of jaded on the subject is, a lot of these companies are selling what used to be hard to earn items that you earned to show that you were a good player. Yeah. And they're just prostituting it out so everyone can have it if they spend money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's basically the equivalent of everybody gets a, a participation trophy. Yeah. And people like participation trophies to feel good. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're seeing the community get more and more pissed off about it because they're realizing, mm, I don't really like participation trophies. It doesn't really mean much. Because mm-hmm. guess what? The next game comes out. Yeah, I, I guess the, the weird thing is is that now you have a situation where if you if you take a game, if you're making a game, and you have a certain unlockable item that you want people to grind for, if you keep it like that, you're going to have a big uh, part of you know your audience saying, Hey, I don't want to grind for that. I don't have the time to put that into your game. Let me just throw two fine. bucks at it. Yeah. So I th- my point that is, is like, a more valid excuse. Yeah. Then we'll charge money for the guy that doesn't have time to grind. Well, because yeah. at least they have a legitimate reason for not being able to get it. Yeah, but you can't just you know assume that's every that's not everybody's reason. You know, everyone's different. You know, everyone no, has. I know, a... but like say, like I work a full time job, right? Right. Like, I play Fortnite, and I'm really good at it. At least that's what you've told me. Could be lying to me. I don't fucking know. But you know, uh, I don't. You know, I, I I play Fortnite. I'm pretty good at it. But you don't see me sitting there and streaming and right like showing off as if I'm one of the best players in the world because really I haven't earned that. You know what I mean? Like there's. There's some people that they'll unlock the umbrellas for a victory, right? Yeah. For yeah. me, I go into my first game of each season. I play one game. I usually win that game. And then I'm like, okay, on to the next one. For other people, they play all season, don't get a single win. Yeah. And, and that's a that's shame. Rough. Yeah. That's a shame. But at the same time, I'm good enough to get away with that. They're not. And they need to get good by playing the game. And I did grind a stupid amount when the game first came out. You mm-hmm. have you you were there to acknowledge it, right? Right. I sent you I, I sent you a picture of every single victory royale to the point where you were probably like, "This guy's fucking crazy." <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things where I earn that, though, right? Yeah, because, it's just uh, you know, people I have think, to earn it. Yeah, I think it's just going to be it's a kind of like a I don't know a weird line that the developers now have to dance, you know? And well, I don't yeah, because they added the complications of. Coming off of greedy with monetization. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, you kind of have to, though. You know? Not really. Hmm. Development costs, even though EA tells you that development costs are at an all-time high, they're actually at an all-time low. Mm -hmm. 
like developing a game, the actual like software, it's at an all time low. It doesn't cost nearly as much as they say it does. And that's, you know, maybe they put a lot of money into AAA titles that are low risk. Right. But they expect a certain payoff on it. And most of the time they get that payoff. So don't let them, don't, don't, don't let them like trick you into thinking they're bleeding heart. Like, oh, no. You know, yeah. Like your developers that are salespeople. Well, no, I, yeah, I know. I mean, just like we were talking about a few, you know, a few weeks ago when EA made that big um, job cut, you know? Yeah. It, it's not like they're hurting after that job cut. They're going to do fine. Nothing big, no big deal. But they, they aren't. I mean, they could have honestly, I mean, they were making so much money last year. They probably could have kept everybody on. Right. And, but they didn't because they want to please investors and say, oh, my God, look at our margins. Right. And get more investors to invest in the company, which that's there's a double edged sword there. You yeah. Know? I hate to say it, but, you know, there is a double edged sword there. Yeah. I, I just think in the, in the future, it's it's going to be hard for. Not just these big studios, but also smaller studios too, to kind of make that decision: Do I go without microtransactions, or do I charge for DLC? You know, um, what do I do? You know, Warframe. That's... Um, I'll give you a good example of a company who did it right. Warframe realized how much money they were making on microtransactions, and they actually stopped doing it hmm. because they didn't. They realized that their game was addicting, and they didn't want people to spend the majority of their money like that. They wanted to be good to their community. Well, good on them. Yeah. Like once companies actually think more like that, they will actually have a long term. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's really when it comes down to just being respecting your community and just being really kind of just transparent, you know, just being honest with them. I think, you know, some, one of the developers that we're seeing that lately with is, well, I mean, Bungie, you know, with the whole, all that stuff with EA going on. That happened in the past you know it's uh it was a big cloud of mystery and then all of a sudden the split happens and you know we see kind of like a, a lighter side to to bungie and everything that's going on there and well i mean they nice. popped campaign when they got free back exactly and that's that's just amazing you know <laughs> and as, as a fan that kind of almost makes you feel good because it's just like okay it feels great dude yeah. because you want you want to see them succeed yeah like nobody goes like okay only an asshole goes i really want this company to fail and i hope everybody loses their jobs right nobody says that nobody really spend believes your money on people a that do believe thing. that need to be taken out back but right the point i'm trying to make here is like nobody does that like when people when people like like game developers if you're a, an actual day-to-day developer and you're putting up with the grind it's not about you that we have an issue with it's about your company mm-hmm and yeah, maybe you're a portion of your company in a sense, but yeah, are you really the one that's making the decisions? Most likely not. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for for another realm, that I think that's still you know it's good to see them come back and say this, say that hey, those those accusations are false. And on top of that, come came out today actually um, was the update that they made to fix all the problems. Uh, it was a a nice decent update. That not only fixed the modifiers and fixed the difficulty of some of the enemies and the um, the tower itself to kind of lower their health, lower their difficulty, kind of make it more manageable. Um, they also just kind of rewarded the players, which was awesome to see. They gave each 1,000 time crystals, 500,000 coins, 1,000 souls, 500 hearts. And what's it buy you? A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I mean, the coins itself you can use to uh, open up chests in the crypt itself. And just to give you an idea, some of the the lower chests are like maybe I don't know. It's like maybe eight hundred gold to open a chest, a thousand. So that's a lot. That's that's a lot of stuff you can go through. You know, in the crypt off the bat. And yeah. Um, and unlock a lot of those cosmetics off the bat. So that's yeah. amazing. Um, on top of that, they give you hearts, which hearts is kind of like a, a smaller currency that they use for, for grinding that's used for also opening up chests. And um, the time crystals themselves are used for buying skins as well in the store. So that's going to be amazing. They can do that too. That's so cool. it's good on them. Good on them to, to actually kind of, you know, less than I don't know. Well, yeah, what it came out. I think it's like 
Yeah, like less. Yeah, like a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they're super quick on it, which is amazing to see. Um, almost kind of like how Division was, you know, how Ubisoft was with Division, how they're so, they're so quick with that. And they're also very trans. Another company that's been transparent with their community as well, which uh, you love to see. Um, and kind of what we need, really. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the deal with Mortal Kombat going on. So it's it's good to hear that they're fixing things right off the bat, and uh, they're you know being transparent with the fans. Love to see it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, as long as they're not pulling a BP oil spill, we're sorry. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. That's the big thing. At BP Oil, we think we're the big dicks. That was like what, early 2000s? Yeah. <laughs> Not that long ago, bud. Really? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Man, it's, it seems like it's been a while. I don't know. I know. I don't know, but... Uh, Everything goes by pretty quickly nowadays with our new cycle. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's a lot of just, uh, you know, I mean, there's not much in the game news. Recently, um, a lot of hype was just around Endgame itself, the movie coming out that came out last Friday. I've yet to see it yet. I'm going to be seeing it this weekend, though, so I'm excited for that. Have you seen it yet? Uh, I, I haven't seen it yet. I totally looked at the spoilers, though, because I'm that guy. Oh, my God. We did? Um, yeah, I did. I'm totally that guy. Jesus. I'm not ashamed of it either. Okay? You can judge me later. Oh, man, but dude. All right. I'm just saying, I hey, I respect it. I love it. But I wasn't going to sit and wait in that theater with 800 fucking people. <laughs> That's not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's what it is. I mean, teacher on to me, to a lot of people, this is kind of like a, a lead up to, to, well, the end game. So <laughs> this is literally the end game. Literally yeah. the end game. So, um, but it's, uh, you know, I heard it's a great movie. Yep. I, I've, I've read some stupid articles. So something that really threw me off was it was a, uh, it was trending on Twitter. And they were saying, hey, there's not, you know, people are upset that there's not enough inclusivity for the gay community. And then I looked on Twitter and literally nobody was talking about that except the people that made the article. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like, okay, this is why people say fake news, because this is just some guy who said, you know what? I guarantee you, if I make this article, I'm going to get clicks. And mm-hmm. they did. And they got clicks. But the problem is, is I didn't see anybody in the gay community making those comments. The only person that made a comment was Brie Larson saying, we, this needs to hurry up. Which, I'm all for it. Just make your own original stories. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's 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 a lot like, there was a, you know, it, it, for me, it's like, make an original story, make it appealing. I don't care if the character's fucking gay. Nobody really cares. So, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. Another like, big hurry uh, up. thing. Just well, another big thing. Like Tony Stark. You know, besides Endgame, also Game of Thrones is huge um, in the media. Personally, never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I don't know about you. Have you ever seen it? Fantastic. It's fantastic, John. And yeah, I need we're to no longer friends. We're, no longer, we're no longer friends after this. <laughs> All right. So that's where we're at. All right. Fine. I guess I got to catch yeah. up then. So, um, Anthem Community has been passed in viewership by Euro Truck Simulator 2. That's, uh, you know, I want to say I'm not surprised, really. Both because Anthem hasn't been doing so well and because Euro Truck Simulator has always done well. <laughs> it's consistently always done well. I'm just the most confused person in the world whenever I saw that comparison. And I actually looked it up and on Twitch that is accurate. It's it's incredible. Have you ever heard of Desert Bus, by the way? No. Desert Bus is a charity, uh, gaming charity stream, where it's literally uh, one person is the driving this bus on a road. And okay. it is in real time. And it takes, like, literally probably the whole day for you to get from your start point to the end point. And it's real time. And you're just driving a bus. You're driving a bus, but if you get in an accident while you're driving the bus, you got to start the whole thing over. <laughs> so it's uh, it's kind of grueling, kind of tough, uh, but it's been a charity thing that's been going on for a while where they'll just get huge groups of people to come together and do the desert bus, they call it, desert bus charity stream, whatever, 
and they'll just they'll take shifts they'll be like all right you're up next you're driving the bus next and they'll just keep going and it's kind of entertaining so it doesn't surprise me something like euro truck simulator has uh kind of been taken off kind of like farming simulator when you think about too that too i just but anthem but anthem you know it's it's just further shows um what's going wrong (laughs) over there well you know in gaming news here they canceled their original roadmap so they are no longer going to be releasing content. It, at least everything that was supposed to be released at the end of April, uh, wow. about a week or two ago, they announced they were not releasing it, which they're like, hey, we have bigger pressing matters to fix in the game. You don't say. I agree. Um, for some reason. That's about the only thing on the pulse they've actually had. But yeah. they canceled basically the release of Cataclysms for now. No comment on when they're coming out. They're just like, hey, this was promised content. We're not going to guarantee it. Now, here's the thing. When Destiny 2 had issues, mm-hmm. I had confidence that Bungie was going to fix it, although I was still kind of done and over it because I was tired of buying games that were just half-baked products. Mm-hmm. They ended up fixing it. Destiny 2 is now in a good place a year later and 100 bucks later. Yeah. Two, almost two years now. Holy crap. But Yeah, um, it's coming on year two. But like 200 bucks later, of course, right? Right. So... I, you know, even No Man's Sky had a, a brief comeback. Yep. Where they finally redeemed themselves on a game that people were expecting. I don't see that with Bioware. I do not have that confidence. Not with Anthem, no. No, I yeah. do not have the I think there's too much inherently wrong with the game. Right. I think EA has made their money and they're saying, okay. They're cashed out. We'll put a skeleton crew on this. Yeah. But, you know. It's sad. It really is. I mean, I mean that's I mean that's business, man. Like just a well, it's just another. It's a it's a a new game that had so much potential. Again, it is a new IP, so it was like now, so so much good. Here's the there. thing: when we say potential, did it really? Because what we saw at E3 was fake. Yeah. Well, I mean, just going by those visuals, even just going by the visuals, or even just by the beta itself. You could just see that world around you in there, and just see like and just think the movement and just, gameplay was fun. Yeah, I just you could tell that know. they it was a unfleshed out story. Poor right. direction, poor leadership in that company. If and, there's if there's one developer that needs to be transparent, it's, it's EA hands down. But they won't, and that's that's the sad part. No, they're gonna keep closing up great companies because yeah. of their ignorance. But I will say this: the guy I forgot the guy's name, but the guy at EA who was uh, one of the higher ups. He mm-hmm. made sure flying was still an anthem. Oh, thank God! Because if yeah, it wasn't, because originally, originally, uh, I forgot who it was. I think it was like their VP or something like that. He was. He flew in and he played a demo, and he's like, "This is freaking awful! Like this game sucks." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What happened to flying? What happened to this?" And he's just like, "You know, it's just something that you know." Their, their excuse was like, "Oh well, you know, we just didn't work out the mechanics in time." That's like one of the best parts of the game. It's just flying around. It's the only good part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you look at it, he apparently said, nope, you're going to put this back in. A month later, he comes back, plays a demo, and says, that was freaking awesome. Do it again. Like, you know, <laughs> just enjoying the fact he can fly. And the flying mechanic is great. And I hope to God somebody rips it off them and uses it in the future because <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah. But it just, as a whole, the game just is empty. It's yeah. just, just empty. There's and there's no potential to it because there's no characters. There's no lore. Like right. They're like the anthem of creation was bullcrap. They made that up in the last year and a half. It wasn't like a preset world that they had a mentality for. They designed the they designed the world as they went. They didn't have mm-hmm. an idea for the world. Yeah, and that's the sad part. Is that like I even watched a few lore videos on anthem for just the little bit that there is. I, I watched a few lore videos and I was like, wow, it's actually kind of sounds pretty good and then uh i saw people you know reviews of the story itself uh what was in the game and i was like wow this is kind of sad like i just heard it's kind of just lackluster it's not fully you know fully finished there's so much backstory they could have done you know it's just um yeah i mean we, we we've torn apart multiple times well i mean rightly so i mean it's a game no, rightfully so sure. 
you yeah. know, like I'm just saying, like the only reason I'm bringing it back up is because they canceled their roadmap. Yeah, that's and every, like everybody in the community is like, all right, we're done. Like, yeah, we, and the thing is that these companies don't realize you have a brief window, right, to fix things. Yeah. And then you're hoping by word of mouth the game doesn't suck anymore. Like anytime somebody brings up all like Destiny in a personal conversation about games, I look at them and I go, "It's great now." Mm-hmm. Like really, I'm like, "Yeah, they really they turned a corner on it, man. They fixed it again." I'm like, "Now nah, I can't vouch for Destiny Three. I'm not going to buy it at release. You've made me concerned about it." Yeah. The real question I have to ask you is: If there's a real Star Lord outfit to buy in Fortnite, should I buy it? <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, they actually have the dance off emote from the game too. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. There's 30 minutes left to buy it. The time, the clock is ticking. So we got you're saying we got to talk for 30 minutes so you don't buy it, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Unless it was like a true Iron Man costume or Thor or something, I ain't buying. So. Uh, speaking of another big developer, as we we're talking about with EA, uh, today a new update launched today for Call of Duty. Black Ops 4, if you're still playing the game, uh, or maybe this might get you back into the game. Uh, it came out first on PlayStation 4, of course, as they as they always do, and then uh, Xbox will get it and PC on May 2nd. So later later this week, uh, you're going to get actually probably this Thursday. Um, they added a new specialist that if you played Black Ops 3, they added back in the specialist Spectre, the guy who went camo and had the blades. They added him back in. Um, I think his new abilities are he has a sword and he has uh, smoke grenades, which smoke grenades were not in the game. And actually, I kind of forgot about that for a while, but now they put him back into the game uh, with a slight addition where the specter can see through the smoke and see enemies through it. So it makes everyone else blind. But if you're the specter, you can see through the smoke. So that's kind of cool. Um, good to see smoke grenades back in. I don't didn't, can't really say I missed them to be honest, but um, never cared. Yeah, again, again, never cared. But it's a new specialist, something new to do. Um, they updated the you know they updated the black op or sorry the the, the dam. If you play blackout on the top right, there was that dam, the hydro dam, and it actually yes. has burst open, and the dam water is spilled all over the map. And if you remember freight with the giant freight con- freight uh, shipping container, that whole yeah. boat has tipped over, and all the freight containers in the water, broken up and busted. Uh, different parts of the map are flooded, so you can drive a boat through some of the mainlands mainland areas, which is kind of crazy. Um, so that's pretty cool, and I, I bet the dam's probably a mess if it burst open. Um, so it kind of seems like blackout is kind of like their golden child. You know what? Which I kind of assumed. I think I could say you're you're probably agreeing me with me on this, where that we kind of knew that they were gonna pay a lot of attention to blackout and less on multiplayer. Yeah. You know. So, and you know, I I don't know. I mean, blackout it makes content, it sells skins. You know, that's what the whole point of it is. It's just like you know Fortnite. You know, I I think. Later down, I think later down the line, they will have to make it free to play, at least just the blackout part. Yeah. I, you know, man, I don't know. I'm not a, I like blackout. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can live without it. I play it because my friends play it. I, I am, you know, I hate to be that guy. You know, fuck, I'm a 28 year old dude saying this. <laughs> I play Fortnite because the mechanics are better. There, I never really have an issue with lag. Right. Um, it's just a better product to me, and I understand that it's cartoony and that it, that's a little bit weird to people, but uh, yeah. it's a video game. Yeah, well, I think each has their own space. I mean, if you're if you've been a hardcore Call of Duty fan all this time, this is like a perfect time for you, really, where you have zombies, you have a battle royale right there for you. I hate zombies. You have multiplayer. Hate zombies. Zombies, it's like, it's okay. Yeah, I'm, multiplayer. I only enjoy it whenever we're winning by a lot. Yeah, well, I think anyone can agree with that. Uh, but yeah. they add some new maps in multiplayer, of course. Um, add three new maps. Add a uh, new zombies thing, of course, as they do, and some new weapons, a ton of new skins, and a bunch of new other stuff. Um, so that's exciting. If you're if you're really into Call of Duty, go on there, check it out, download the update. 
and enjoy all that new content. Um, if you didn't buy the Black Ops Pass, I'm sorry to say you're probably not going to get that. But uh, I think they still get the updated Blackout map. I'm pretty sure. Division 2? Uh, Division 2? When do the rates come out? The rate? Rate has been, uh, as far as I last saw, it was pushed back. Uh, it was supposed to come out this April. If I'm correct, I thought it was going to come out on April 25th, I think. Um, but then they pushed it back into May. Uh, I don't think they said, they, I don't think they gave a specific day when it was going to come out. Um, they just said that they really just wanted to tweak it, work on a few things. You know, there was uh, some issues in game that were happening that they wanted to fix first, which props to them. I mean, we've all seen it, you know, the, the enemies that just rush at you. Um, you know, some of the abilities are kind of a little bit wonky. Some of the perks aren't so great either. So they they do have some little things to fix here and there. And um, I don't know. I'm fine with them pushing it back. Now, what are your thoughts? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Um, I will say that I kind of hit a wall with boredom in the game. So that's what made me go back to Fortnite. Oh, no. Yeah, me too. And I'll be honest with you. Like, I when I signed on to Fortnite this past weekend, I'm sitting there going, all right, I'll play a couple games and see if it's changed. Plus I need the umbrella for this season. Cause I, you know, if there's 10 days left or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, then, you know, sure as shit. I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I just won my first solo game and whoa, Avengers end game. Oh, a black widow skin. And I'm like, I'm not much of a black widow person, mm-hmm. but this guy with Johansson's hot, but I would never wear the skin. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, but I'm sitting there going, okay, you know what? Let's try this game mode out. And then I played it all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, reasons why I'm single, Exhibit A. <laughs> I can agree with you, though. The the Division, I've kind of felt a little bored or burnt out on it. Um, it not that it's not fun. It's just that it's got... There's, there's a wall where the loot doesn't make it worth it anymore. And you, if you grind too much, that's what happens. And we grind, you know, they... They did a good job of balancing it for casuals and hardcores Mm -hmm. uh, in the sense that it's in between. Like, you have to do hardcore gameplay to get what you want, but Mm -hmm. once you do the hardcore gameplay to get what you want and you play a stupid amount of hours, at some point it just kind of just wears on you, you know? Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, there was just – I mean, you're replaying this. Yeah, yeah. You know, until they come out with the raid and the next title update, um, I, I've been I've been playing different games. I've been playing a little bit of Destiny, playing some Fortnite, playing some going back, playing some Halo. I've even played some uh, on my computer. Played some games. Played uh, Magic: The Gathering Arena. Played that. Um, Whoa! So yeah, which I kind of actually enjoy. You know, I'm kind of glad I'm taking this little break from Division. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, um, but Division 2 rates set to, they said there's no specific date, push it back to May. Um, that's going to be along with the title update. Good news is, is that the rate is actually free for everybody. So even if you did buy the pass or not, you're going to get it. Don't worry about it. And it's going to be eight player rate. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to probably increase the level cap after that. Um, they haven't really said a lot of details yet on it, though. So we'll see more raid details in the future coming May. Uh, so look out for that. Hell yeah. I'm excited for that. I can't wait to get an A-player raid going, just get everybody in there, customizing everything, you know, strategizing, seeing what everyone else is doing, you know, all the other raid teams. Also just seeing who's going to be the first one to beat it. I mean, an eight-man raid on console well, and PC, too. But... It's going to be kind of crazy to see. On console, it's definitely more of a miracle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's so it's going to be pretty hard to rush. That. Don't underplay that. You know, PC community, we love you, but you've had you've been spoiled with all the good stuff. It's time for <laughs> console players to get it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember, remember uh, I can't remember, but, like, Destiny, was Destiny 1 even out on PC? He probably was, to be honest with you, and I'll be completely honest, Destiny 1 was probably a substantially different game on PC. Probably. Uh, I didn't think... It didn't even exist at all. If it didn't exist, then it was definitely a substantially different game. I don't think uh, Destiny really kicked off that great on PC until Destiny 2 later on. Um, 
you know and uh so it kind of like in the beginning of destiny when the raid first came out and stuff it was all consoles so it was like kind of big you know i mean you have people had six people on console playing together trying to figure out all these puzzles and everything it was kind of kind of intense um gotta miss those vault of glass days i miss those every day but so uh i'm excited um e3 i'm excited about still i'm really looking forward to it i feel like like right now you're just seeing a lot of like rage reports i guess (laughs) on games yeah just like that have been disappointing like and here's the thing, man. With social media, it's not going away. And the more people try to, like, silence you, mm-hmm. the worse people are going to react. So these gaming companies better just grow some thick skin, man. Um, what? I did try Battle for Azeroth out the other day. I wanted to give oh, really? a heads up on that. Yeah, I did. Um, there was a free weekend. Nice. And I tried it. And uh, I was severely disappointed. They never fixed any of the core issues that were in the original uh Battle for Azeroth, like issue to me. Like they never fixed the uh, they never fixed the loot system. They never fixed the armor system that they absolutely destroyed. Oh man, it's just like you know, I I don't like how they do raids now. They make it so that you know uh, everybody gets a random chance on rolls now, as opposed to being able to like okay three plate armor pieces dropped this guy needs to get geared up in our clan Mm -hmm. all three are going to go to him because our other guy already has stuff like that yeah yeah they got rid of that so it's yeah it's one of those deals where they they made it so that they're forcing players to play more to get the armor which you could say that's a good thing but it takes away from like the camaraderie of helping each other out it's kind of like destiny you can't do that in destiny you know what i mean so you can't share stuff you can't trade you have to get it all yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I think for the longest time in Destiny, at least at least in Destiny 1, I remember, it was huge where people were really complaining about they really wanted trading in the game. They wanted to be able to trade stuff, you know, but that never happened. So. Yeah, but, like, with World of Warcraft, that game's been around for. That's true. Like, 15 years. Yeah. And. That's how it was before, and the thing was is they were fixing things that weren't broken. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, I think Asmigold, um, who's one of the main streamers for uh, World of Warcraft, if not the premier streamer, to be honest with you, um, he, you know, made, he was watching somebody else's video about, like, going back to and playing, and uh-huh. he just made a comment where he's just like, look, it's not that the developers from Blizzard are stupid, it's that they're scared. He's like, they don't want to take risks. And when you don't take risks, this is the kind of bland content you get. And he's right. I mean, it's the content's bland. There's no way around it. Well, what what I've, yeah, personally, I've never played more than like maybe a few hours of Warcraft. But what I've just learned. They've suffered, they've suffered from the the simplest way to put this. And you would, you will understand this no matter what, because you've seen it in other games. What they've basically done is they've made it so that the grind no longer matters. Yep. It's and they basically made it so that everybody wins. Hmm. They've made it so that the grinds are no longer really hard. They've taken out the sense of accomplishment and everybody gets armor. And if there's one thing about Warcraft that I've learned is that you just you, you don't fit, you just leave things the way they are. <laughs> That's one thing yeah, I've I mean, learned. Change a thing or two here and there, but don't make massive changes to a product that wasn't broken to begin yeah, with. Yeah, they ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, like you're releasing WoW Classic for a reason now. <laughs> exactly, yes. And because your classic game is literally better in a lot of people's eyes than your current product, and that is scary. Well, that's been the the kind of uh, trend like, you know, recently is where developers will make it will make new games and then they'll be like hold up let's just do a remaster or let's do like a, a new game but it's like the original yeah unless it's modern warfare 4 which or call of duty 4 which was a joke yeah i mean you're selling the you're selling the maps as dlc as opposed to like a game of the year edition like that's stupid. yeah i uh modern warfare remastered i man i i don't know I don't know how I still, even to this day, don't really know how I feel about that game. I played it a bunch. 
um, when it came out. And I, I don't know. It, it's like it's it's a fun game to play. And it's a good nostalgia factor. It really is. And for the people who love Call of Duty 4 when it came out, um, you know, yeah. I'm sure that game was right up your alley and you loved it. Um, but it's just kind of like a weird thing where it's like you're playing a new game, but it's not. You're paying for new stuff, but it's not new really technically. So it's like you get the sour yeah. taste in your mouth, you know. It's just. Well, this reminds me of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah. You know, yeah, let's play. Let's make people pay for skins. Yeah. Well, Mortal. The one thing I'll say about Mortal Kombat is that um, they've just been very creative in the in the move sets themselves. <laughs> you know. Oh, is Rain a playable character? Not by in way? this one. Not yet. Okay. The reason I say that is because I've always liked Mortal Kombat just to see how many different colored ninjas they have. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> and they, you know, obviously you have Scorpion yeah, and Sub Zero. Yeah, the purple one. I didn't. Was Ermac red? Uh, I believe Ermac might have been red. Then they had Reptile was green. Um, yep. Oh man, yeah. There's 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 a bunch. They they left out a few big characters in uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Which obviously makes people think that they're definitely going to come back as part of their combat pass, which is six. I think it's like five or six characters they're going to release through. Are like smoke or like? Yeah, they have. They around. they don't have smoke. Uh, they don't have smoke. They don't have reptile. They don't have Gor- Goro. Um, they don't have rain. Um, there's a, there's a few other ones. There's there's so many characters in Mortal Kombat, but yeah, they definitely have missed a, uh, missed a few. They um, really just kept a lot of the ones that are in the, the main story in this in this one, which yeah. makes sense. It's, they're in the story, so they, why not? Why can't you play them? Of course. Um, but I'm I'm sure we're going to see Goro. I'm sure we're going to probably see Reptile. I'm sure we're going to see uh, Melina. We're going to see her come back in. Um, you know, so it's going to. I'm sure it's going to happen. You know, this game. Yeah. What I was talking with one of our friends about. Mortal Kombat and along with Injustice, both of NetherRealms games. And I said, well, how does it work? And they said, they, well, they kind of work it in two-year cycles. They said they'll, they'll make an Injustice game and then they'll wait two years and then they'll come out with a Mortal Kombat game and they'll wait two years and they'll come out with Injustice again. So the assumption is, is that for the next two years, they'll come out with a lot of Mortal Kombat character DLCs and then they'll drop another Injustice game. Um, and they might just rotate it. Who knows? Injustice three. Injustice three. Who? <laughs> who knows? Uh, or maybe, maybe there there's going to be a. I don't even know if there is right now. If there's a Marvel fighting game, but there should be. I don't know if there is or not, but there should be. I don't think so. I think Marvel vs. Street Fighter was about the closest they ever. Oh got. yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, which actually was a really good game if you ever played it. That's like really, really good. It's no. a lot of fun. Totally didn't play it. Was very confused by the concept of it, and it looked kind. Of <laughs> fighting games are their own. I've breed. never been a fighting game guy, if you couldn't tell. Um, you know, because like you know, apparently I don't ooze. Hey, I love fighting <laughs> games. Well, if you ever watch like a competitive like fighter, it, it's like they're on a whole another like level when it comes to gaming. Like I can watch a pro Call yeah. of Duty tournament and still make sense of it and still understand it. I can even watch a pro like League of Legends tournament and still understand it. But I go watch a, a pro fighting game tournament and I, just the things that they do, they do, how fast they react to the other players, like you, your opponent that you're facing. It's insane. It's like out of this league. Like I can only imagine there's got to be an age limit for that where your reaction time, you know, starts to dwindle and you can't play that anymore. It's in, it's intense. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I bet those tournaments are definitely tense. Um, the reason I say that is because, like, I mean, first of all, yeah. it's fighting. But in reality here, we're talking about a game that, I mean, it's one of the most violent games you can ever play. Well, and, like, you know, the way you practice, the way a pro uh, pro gamer at, you know, fighting games, the way they practice for that is they just literally sit in a lobby playing against bots for like the whole day for eight hours at a time. And how maddening is that just to sit there and play against a bot and, you know, a few players here and there for that long of a time, that's kind of be kind of maddening almost 
Whereas, at least if you're a pro Call of Duty player or you're a pro, pro League of Legends player, player, you're playing against actual people, you know? So it's kind of like... Well, I think a bot, actually, in that in that instance, for like a fighting game, a bot's easier to do. Yeah. Not like to beat, but like easier to do because like it's... You're literally fighting your toughest opponent, which mm-hmm. is going to be computer. Yeah. Because they're going to be playing that character the way it was meant to be. Played. Oh, yeah. So it's intense. It's it's awesome to watch. And uh, hey, I mean, if if you've anyone's ever checked it out, go check it out. Just uh, give it a watch, a little bit. Um, but that's what's going on with gaming lately. Uh, but I, every, you know, like you said, E three is coming up in June. So I think week by week by week, I, I just look forward to it. Yeah, today. week by week, we're getting more and more info from you know what's coming out, what's going to happen. So I'm excited. I'm I'm excited personally for at E3. I'm excited for to see what Xbox is going to do, and I'm excited for um, if it's going to be there. Death Stranding by Kojima. I don't know if it's going to be there though because Kojima has always done stuff with uh, Sony and PlayStation, and they're not going to be there. So I don't know if he's going to be there. So we'll yeah. see. I don't know if he's just going to do his own show there, or if he's just not even going to be there. But we'll see. So. Is there anything you're excited for with with E3 uh, specifically, or I just want to see the new Xbox. I'm a hardware. You think it's gonna, they're going to come out and just show it off this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're going to if they're going to release it next year, they have to show it at E3, and this is their year to do it. Literally, there's no way Sony. There's no competition at this E3 for them, really. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's the perfect the... time. Even if you were going to give, like, say they were going to be like, oh, well, we were planning on doing it. In December, we were going to show it off, but no, this is like the time they have to capitalize on this. And the reason why is because they get an entire summer and almost an entire school year of kids talking about which console yep. they're going to get. And the only one that really is confirmed for having items that they mm-hmm. might want. Especially the if they show it off and say, hey, Halo Infinite at launch. Halo yep. Infinite at launch and Fortnite yep. at launch. <laughs> just oh, no, wait. Minecraft. Super HD Fortnite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, I think the only thing that would outdo if they showed off the new Xbox, the only thing that would outdo them is if uh, Todd Howard came out and said, "We got a full fledged gameplay in game engine, like full on gameplay trailer for the new Skyrim." Or, damn it, not new Skyrim, but the new uh, Elder Scrolls. They're gonna release. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Star Starfield, Star something. Yeah, that's gonna be released. No, first. it's not. Yeah, not that. No, I'm pretty sure they they said at last E3 that that's on the back burner. No. All right. Well, we can we can. Take... Starfield's actually the first thing. That's their their next IP is their big focus, which is Starfield. That's their main focus right now. It might be their big focus, but I think the next Elder Scrolls is gonna come out first. I don't think All so. Right, we'll see. I okay, think you're wrong. we'll we'll see. I think you're. I think you're really wrong. Yeah, I'm not gonna say you're wrong because I'm a nice guy, and I don't. I don't believe you're wrong in anything because you're a great guy. I hate you. <laughs> so I think we'll just wrap. What do, what do I say? <laughs> so I think we'll just, uh, you know, gentlemen's uh, agreement to say, you know what? Was you a gentleman's agreement? This was a. This was you <laughs> making me feel bad about being a dick. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Let me be a dick, John. <laughs> All right. So on, on that note, I think we should end it here. Uh, episode 10, it was a great one. Um, we'll see everyone back for episode 11. Who knows what we're going to talk about, but uh, definitely something. Can... We don't know what we're going to talk yeah, about on a daily basis. And then we sit on the phone and we all like, him and I just go, okay, let's talk about this, 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 this. Babe, why why get you... on here. It's unorganized. Stop. Wonderful. It's raw. You can't. It's raw, uh, bro. I love it. Uh, social medias, you know, MWM game podcast. Uh, J Shift, J S C H I F T. You can follow Lane over there on Twitter, and you can talk about him on uh, on Bucks, talking about Bucks fans and how great they did in the draft and. Oh yeah! If you never want to talk smack to me about being, you know, about me. Go go ahead. Fan, congratulations! <laughs> no one cares because nobody even wants to make fun of a Bucks fan. That's how pathetic you are. You feel so bad that you have to make fun or, of a Bucks fan. 
No winning season in 15 years, and people are talking. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll, I guess we'll see everybody next time on episode 11. Um, Have a good week.